providing, protecting, being a great dad, being a great guy. They don't work in marriage. I can't wait to talk about this with my wife. <laughs> Welcome to Moral Marriage Podcast, where we tell the truth and you might not like it. We're going to talk about why peace is so important in the home. Stop trying to lead and make decisions all the time. You should not be proud if you raised your voice and screamed at them. No matter what. No matter what. I'm Cass. And I'm Catherine. Why am I allowing him to do this in front of our children? Why am I allowing this to happen at all? You don't get to say whatever you want to a man and push him to the point where he snaps. I might have been a really bad man the other day, but today I went out of my way to be a good man and she thanked me for it. Is that you always want to act in the direction you want to go. So. He is just a paycheck. What about his needs? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. All right, let's get into it. So Let's be real. Most people do like it. <laughs> True that. All right, well, providing, protecting, being a great dad, being a great guy. They don't work. Let me explain that because all these things are very, very important. I have some extensive training on my website if you want this as a man to really understand why this is not working for you. But let's go through it a little bit. Providing financially is what you think of when you're providing. Baby. Yeah. Did it matter how much money I made? How much money we've made? together when I was yelling at you? No, no amount of money can remove asshole from your character. <laughs> to remove asshole, we'll talk about that later with the great guy section. <laughs> you must remove the asshole. Uh, so, totally. Money uh, doesn't do that. So what you're saying, baby, is that we as men, if we want to be great providers, we need to provide other things besides financial. We need to provide baby safety, mm -hmm. security. Safety, security, peace, love. Interesting. Interesting. So I don't care how much money you make. Your wife signed up for a fairy tale. And if you're providing the kingdom, uh, but you are not a Prince Charming. Can I add something? Yeah, please. The financial security is great. Of course. If the other, like financial security means nothing. If you don't have emotional security, if you don't have emotional safety, mm -hmm. because the financial security, it, I think it would almost make things worse because you feel like you're stuck in the situation that you're in mm -hmm. because of the money you, you can't leave which also creates more instability more securities fades away yeah. safety trust is denied you have a bigger thicker wall between you and so all of a sudden you're really lacking in your provision so you guys really have to understand providing it's important we love money money's a great thing you can't do great things in life and i don't mean your holidays i mean giving taking care of people Whatever your goals are, really making an impact in this world, you can't do without money. Yeah, it's important. Yes. There's just other things that need to be there foundationally but, before the money makes a difference. That's right. So, you know, we're calling this all these things that don't work in marriage. It's because it's I want to just break away from the traditional thought process of what they are. Of course, you need to provide financially. But there's so many other things you need to do as a provider that you need to give your wife. And women will have their own versions of things. We're just... There's only enough time to talk about the man today. All right. Uh, protecting. I love talking about this one because. You always use the slide across the hood of the BMW. Yeah, it's, my, it's my favorite thing. Like how many times do you get to slide across the hood of a BMW to save your wife and family from kidnappers? Bankers. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> if you live in a neighborhood where you're being broken into every week and you get to be a big mad protector. Um, Move your family out of that neighborhood. That will be the first protector. Seriously, go back to providing provide. safety. Come on. So like the other thing is you're not a protector if you're defending yourself. You're protecting yourself. Not a defender. 
or protector if you're defending yourself and not your wife. Ties into that provision we were talking about as well. And so men think they're big and strong, but there's so many other things that you need to think of when it comes to protecting. Ooh, what about the guys that are huffing and puffing, like can't even like, you know, carry your own body weight up and down a few flights of stairs. What are you going to do with two or three guys breaking into your house? God forbid that would ever happen, but. It's just, yeah, but it can, it can, mm-hmm. you know? And so stop laying the protector card down, you know? Oh, I had another one too, but now I'm not thinking of it right now. But listen, at the end of the day, protectors, oh, it was trust and reliability. Like how many of you say you're going to pick up the milk? And then you don't again. And then you defend yourself. So twofold, she can't count on you, which means she probably doesn't know if you're going to get out of bed in the middle of the night, right? I already sleep like heavy, 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 right? You'd have to wake when me up. When you say get, up in the, yeah. get out of bed in the middle of the night, you mean if there's a robber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll wake yeah. you up. Yeah. Well, you will. But I mean, like, <laughs> if honestly, if you don't do what you say you're going to do, then your wife probably deep down, even subconsciously, doesn't even believe mm-hmm. that you're going to fall through. And if you're and not protecting her emotionally, she doesn't even think that you're going to protect her physically. She's already protecting herself emotionally. So there's no room for you to protect her physically because that's not even probably a thought in her mind. That's right. She just wants to feel safe in the relationship. Yeah. I mean, feeling safe physically from these theoretical robbers that are not coming to us. <laughs> that's great. But I want to feel emotionally safe. I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want to be called a name. I want you yeah. to defend me. I want you to go to bat for me. So when I was lecturing and towering over you, physical intimidation, breaking shit in the house, all these things to get my needs met or share my feelings or get you to believe or understand me or prove that I was a great guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess we, it's safe to say that that's not protecting no matter how strong physically I am, no matter, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Okay. So you guys are hopefully with us still. All right. Great dads. This has nothing to do with your wife. We can talk about partnership all day long in another topic, but when you're talking about being a great dad, it, it does matter in marriage, but you're using it to get your wife to love you and to want you to want you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember even when we were starting to get good and I was trying to like, Hey, look at me. Look what I did. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's really sweet. I think, seeing you with the girls and with Riddick when you're showing, and by the way, he only showed empathy for the first time with Riddick. It wasn't even with me. And we were on, and we were on camera when we discovered it. One of our lives that we did a couple years ago. I remember. remember. Um, But yeah, when I, when I see him with the kids, it's like, it's a woman thing. When you see any man with a little girl or a little boy, it's sweet. It doesn't make you want to bang them. It's just sweet because when you see a woman with children, That's what we were built to do, ladies and gentlemen. We grew them and we have a different capacity to take care of them. It is Mm -hmm. not the same. Moms and dads are not the same. So when I see a woman with kids, I still think it's cute. If cute kids are cute kids. But when you see a man with kids, whether it's your husband or your best friend's husband, it's sweet. It's endearing. The the example I like to use for men is But do you see what I'm doing? I'm like, oh, that's not the (laughs) the, 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 all we want, right? (laughs) You know, the example I like to use for men to understand this is simple. It's no secret. I love Catherine's bum. I love your bum. Now, (laughs) she could be bending over, tying a kid's shoes, okay? Sometimes she squats and I get angry. Uh, I don't let it out. But So you bend over, you tie the shoes. It's not like I'm like, all right, lock the kids up. Yeah. It's time to do it. No, we don't. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, I might now that you're laughing so much, but yeah, <laughs> that's the laughing that's turning you on. Yeah, that's right. Not me tying the kids' shoes. 
Go. All right. Yeah. So listen, be a great father, but don't try to expect that you're getting anything from that. If anything, what you're looking for is great elevation in your partnership. Yeah. You just, this is something that you just need to do. You know, it may not be a turn on when you are a good dad, but it is Ooh. a turn off when you're a bad one. That, that's so funny you say that because you've never really seen my, I mean, we've done the society training and something like that. This is by the way, the S in society, social cues um, spelled out. It's, it's society, but it's all the different things that men do to fix their relationship. But we've never really talked about that. That's what I'll actually say is that you might not have to, you know, or sorry, you might not get turned on from it, but women will get turned off if you're using any of this to try to get her turned totally. off. Yes. Like, so anyway. let's use the provider card for a second. Yeah. It doesn't turn me on if you make a lot of money, but if you're lazy and you don't want to go get a job, which isn't you, but there are men out there and you don't want to go use your skills or learn new skills, that's a turn off. Yeah. It's a, like, forget how much money you make for a second. Forget that you're stressed about the, the money where mm -hmm. if you're stressed, it's cortisol, you're not feeling so good. You're probably not that horny anyway. Okay. Hold on. Now let's just think about the part where you could have done something different proactively, but you didn't. That's not ambition. That's not drive. That's not focus. All qualities that testosterone are supposed to produce. And if you don't, it makes you look, it makes you look less manly. Like, come on. So you could be a turn off. Doesn't mean you're a turn on by having one. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. All right. Great guy. And this is probably the most important one. And this because if you guys have followed us, understand us, a big part of my work is being the nice guy. Losing the nice guy, I should say. I used to be Ryan, now I'm Cass because Ryan was the nice what? Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> now, what it is is because nice guys typically do so much to love their wife, to fix everything, I'm, be available. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. But it's all that covert contract. There's other episodes in the podcast you can listen to about that. I'm sure we'll talk about in the future. But at the end of the day, what happens is no matter what you're doing, you're showing up trying to prove you're this great guy. And it's the, you know, the expression, nice guys finish last. Why would a nice guy finish last, honey? Because he's being an asshole. Because he's being an asshole. <laughs> he's not if, actually a nice guy. If you have, if you guys haven't seen it yet, you got to go find the video of a hidden recording of a fight between Catherine and I. She she hit her phone in 2016 before Catherine got out of control, crazy, you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, definitely right. not as bad as crazy yeah, as right. <laughs> certainly not as excuse me. As crazy as I it wasn't got. the worst fight that we've ever had. No, sure. but it's more it relatable. Typical, it was a typical fight that we had day in and day out. Yeah, and more relatable for you guys watching, listening. But uh, the whole point, that whole fight started from me feeling insecure that I wasn't a great guy because she had dated men that were gentlemen to her, nice to her before. And I couldn't hear it. I couldn't take it because I had my own problems with not feeling good enough. And typically, a nice guy whether that's buying flowers or, you know, cooking dinner, doing dishes, helping out with the kids, helping, um, you know, all these things that you do that you think make you a nice guy, you then eventually throw in her face when you feel those feelings that I felt. Right. So it is fight. actually nice for you to buy flowers and cook and yes. take care of the kids. That's all nice. But when you do it with the intention of getting something or whatever, his covert contract, he talks about it a lot more than I don't talk about it in my program actually at all. But when you do it with that intention, then you're not, it's not nice. I don't want you to buy me flowers if you're going to want something from it. I don't want you to help with the cooking if you are going to, whatever it is. I don't, I don't want it. That's not a gift. You're not helping. That's right. And you know, what's funny about that is really as it ties into expectations. We'll, we'll end on this, but you know, expectations you give to get, that's what the covert contract's really about. And so it's really cool. I'm really proud of my men when they go through the program, you can do this as, as a listener. Um, when you're doing anything, 
not, not just with your spouse, but with your kids, uh, with people at work, people at the grocery store, if you're doing anything, I'm going to use just the gas station and I'm going to buy somebody something from behind here. I guess a drive-through would be a better example. I'm going to buy the coffee for the person behind me. You're not expecting anything in return, but if you're like, you know, planning tomorrow to be there at the same time, hoping that you'll be behind them and getting a free coffee. Like, or that they see you and flag you down yeah. and say, hey, thanks for the free coffee. Exactly. Now, I know that that's probably not happening in that example, but let me give you one that's more realistic. This one, that, one that happened with me, thank you. This one that happened with me is that I would take the girls to the playground and looking for approval, right? Looking for, wow, you're a great dad. Oh my gosh, your kids are so cute. Something that I could say, yeah, I dressed them today, you know, which... As we know, I don't coordinate very well, <laughs> but the, the point is guys, expectations. I'm so proud of my men. You can do this too, where you start to realize, am I doing it with something like an expectation of something in return? If you can avoid that, you can actually become that nice guy or girl that you're trying to actually be, not the asshole. That's right. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. See you.